I get it. I understand how challenging it can be for moms to chase their dreams while balancing the demands of motherhood. It is no easy task. So in today's episode, we're tackling five ways that you can find clarity on what your dream is and how to seek it. Welcome to the Thought Vault, where we learn to unlock our minds to live with more purpose and bold intention. I'm your host, Emily Vermillion. Take a deep breath and let's get started. Welcome back to the Thought Vault. In today's episode, I am tackling how we can find clarity with our dreams, know what they even are. It is so challenging to be a mom, having dreams of your own, having your own unique gifts and talents and skill sets that you want to explore while also pouring everything you've got into motherhood. Because let me tell you, it takes everything you got. Can I get an amen? So I know that a lot of it can be a struggle just trying to figure out even what your dreams are. Some of us don't even take the time to dream because it just seems like it's not time, right? It's not our time. But I'm here to kind of dispel a little bit of that because I know for my own walk in motherhood, so much of who I am, even becoming the mom that I've been, has required me to shift and change and dream differently. It doesn't mean my my dreams are totally different than they were before, but I know for me, being a well-rounded mom, I have to have parts of my life that I'm pursuing because I don't believe that we ever arrive at some pinnacle point of who we are. We should always be trying to further ourselves. And as Christ image bearers, we are always in pursuit of being more like Christ. And I'm not there yet, guys, so I know I can keep working on it. And so I think it's so important for moms to keep dreaming, keep dreaming, have those dreams. They can shift, they can slow down. You know, there can be seasons of a lot of growth and a lot of action toward them. And they can completely pivot and change. But my whole point is we have to keep dreaming. That's what keeps so much hope alive in our hearts. That's what keeps us being creative and having new perspectives and going alongside our children and growing as they are growing. It's just a beautiful thing. So anyways, I'm always an encourager of moms continuing to dream. So I'm here to kind of help you guys figure out how can you dream? And if you even have dreams, what are they again? Let them reemerge. And if you have a dream and you've been putting it off, I hope these five steps help you to really start putting into action what you've been dreaming about. So number one, seek God's will. The first step to finding clarity on your dreams is to seek his will because we know that as Christ believers, God is ultimately working in our lives, right? And so if we're trying to will things into existence on our own, a lot of times we're met with a lot of trepidation, fear, problems, you know, obstacles, and it can feel just so taxing. So I know for me, when I've tried to pursue things and I I've been trying to will it into existence myself. I've had a lot of struggles with that. Uh, when I let my hands go and I ha- you know, raise them up to God and allow him to direct my path, I'm always a lot more at, e- at ease. So in Proverbs uh, 3, verse 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding and all of your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. When you submit your desires and plans to God, he will guide you in the right direction. And I have found that so true over and over and over again in my life. To seek God's will, you can can start by praying for guidance and wisdom. Ask him to show you his plans for your life and reveal areas that you may need to make changes in. And one thing, one way I like to do this is simply journaling out my prayers. Because when you're journaling, you're letting out your thoughts. You are being more still with your prayer by sitting there and writing it out. And I have found for myself, I have a lot more personal assurance and like revelation, I guess you could say, when I am a lot more in tune to my prayers. And so when I'm writing them down, it's also a great way to go back and reference prayers that you've had and see how 
God is working in them. Maybe reading a prayer from a couple months ago helps reignite something or inspires you in a new way. And it, I've just found it very helpful to journal. So that might be a way that you can start this process of really seeking God's will is journaling out your dreams, journaling out your thoughts around them and praying over them. So spending time reading the Bible and meditating on his word is so part of that. In Proverbs 16, three, it says, commit your work to the Lord. Lord and your plans will be established. When you commit your dreams to the Lord, he will establish them. And I have found this so true. My dreams have shifted and shaped in so many different ways. I never thought I would be a Christian life coach. I had so many ideas and plans and things and God led me down this path, but it was a perfect merriment of the things he has called me to do, things that he has made me happy and excited about and really bringing together ideas I had into this one like arena, I guess you could say. And it's been so eye-opening and I've grown and learned so much in the process. And so I just encourage you guys to get into the word, get into really praying and having an established prayer life, like journaling them out as well, and really laying your plans at the feet of Jesus, letting your heart and your mind be open to the things that he may be suggesting for you to focus on in this season. The second step would be to identify your passions and strengths. So to find clarity on your dreams, you need to figure out what are the things that are unique about you. A great way to do this is to simply ask people in your life that you love. Um, I know for me, a lot of people in my life say they love to come to me for advice. Well, that was a, a, a first indicator for me about coaching and how when I was praying over this and God was showing me this, I was like, wow, maybe this is something that I should look into because I know that's something people have told me about. They feel like I'm a great listening ear and I love helping people walk and talk through the things that they're facing. In Romans chapter 12, verse six, he says, having gifts, having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith is service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. God has given each of us these unique talents and abilities, and we can use those to serve others and ultimately fulfill the purpose that he has for us right now. And as as a mom, it can be so easy to lose sight of your passions and strengths because you're focusing on caring for your family first. But it is so important to take the time to reflect on what brings you joy and fulfillment. When it's the adage of, you know, when when you're taking care of yourself, you can take care of others, pouring over the word and having God's spirit f- fill you up. How much more can you give that out to the things that God has in front of you, to your children, to your spouse, to your community, and really start putting into action things that you're learning and the wisdom that you're gleaning. It's important to take time to reflect on like what brings you joy and fulfillment. So consider your hobbies, your interests, and the activities that really energize you, things that when you you walk away from them, you're like, you feel alive, right? You have like an energy from it. That's a good indicator that it's something that really aligns with who God created you to be. Because I know when I get on here to just record my podcast, as soon as I hit stop, I am so energized because I feel like I just poured out something that was just aligned with who I am. When I get off a coaching call, I feel the exact same way. When I'm working on the projects that I'm so like right now, I'm working on a huge project I'm very excited about. It has to go along with the coaching. I just, I'm so energized day to day. It makes me excited to wake up. It gives me a lot of clarity for how to time uh, manage my time for the day because I have like things I want to work on, right? It gives me a zeal for life. So consider these things about yourself. One way I like to help clients do this uh, specifically is I like for them to kind of keep a log day to day of how they're feeling. And when they have a good day, I like for them like at the end of the day, if they're tracking their mood and it's like today is a good day, I'm in a great mood. Okay, well, I want you to go back and write every single detail of that day because there's little nuggets in those days that are good days and happy mood 
days that clue you into things that you need to take time to prioritize more of. So you might have had a good day and it's because you got to sit in on a seminar and learn a new topic. Okay, well, that speaks to something about your personality. You love to learn and maybe that topic is even more detailed than what it is. So things like that, like just think about the things that happened in your day. Why did they make them good? Did you get to talk to a friend and catch up? Okay, well, you need to work on prioritizing those things more in your into your day, having more connection with people. So figure out those things that identify you uniquely, the things that energize you and give you excitement and pray over those things. Pray over those things specifically. God, I just loved being able to teach my Sunday school class Sunday. It was the most like energizing experience I've had. It gave me a lot to be excited for. I just loved being able to read over your word and study it and teach it to others. Lord, please let something happen about that. Like that's just an example, you know, so really have an avenue for tracking these things, so to speak, and praying over them. All right, number three would be like set realistic goals. I mean, you knew this was coming, but once you've identified your passions and strengths, the next step would be to set goals around them. Do you want to do more of that? Spend more time doing it, make more connections. You know, if it was, for example, teaching the Sunday school class, well, maybe you could sign up to do that on a regular rotation, you know, things like that. So Proverbs 21.5 says, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. Oh my goodness, does this speak to me? I have attempted things so much in haste just because I'm excited. Ooh, that's a great idea. Let me work on that. Let me go study that. And it's just like I pour so much time, energy, and effort into it. And then it like falls flat. I don't have the energy to see it through or I get done and I'm like, what was I thinking? Why do I waste all this time on this? Like, I don't even want to share this, right? So my advice is to set those realistic goals, pray over them. Don't be hasty in your choice, but be wise. And so many times that is my prayer to the Lord. Like, God, let me be wise in what I see in front of me. Let me have the wisdom of you, Lord, to just guide me on the choices I need to make right now and avenues, people I should talk to, things like that. It's important to set specific goals that are measurable. And as a mom, you've got to make the time for it. So consider your current season of life. Consider the demands of your motherhood right now. Is it ball season? You've got to go to all these practices and games, you know, all the different things that weigh on us as moms, school versus summer break, that kind of thing. And you might need to adjust your goals and break them down into like even smaller steps, especially during those busy seasons. You might not get as far along as you hope, but it doesn't mean you're not making progress. So if your dream is to start a business, you may need to start by researching and developing a business plan first in your spare time. Set a realistic expectation expectation, like what can I work on today or this week, little by little, that kind of moves the needle forward. So the next section and something I'm extremely passionate about because, well, let me get to it. Here it is. Number four, I think, is create a support system. So finding clarity on your dreams is very challenging and you might feel like judged by it. Like, you know, maybe I'm just doing too much and people are going to think this is like stupid of me to do. Having all these weird comparison things, but really the demands of motherhood are going to definitely lead you to need the support system. I have found this to be true and I'm just going to be totally honest with you guys. With my business and coaching, I was hoping I would be a lot quote unquote, further along with my business than I am. But I have really let that I've really been working on this limiting belief with my coach, because all the things that I have accomplished, like she had a moment with me where she was like, let's just list everything that you've like learned yourself, done yourself, made happen, created all these things. At the end of this list, you have to look me in the face and tell me you're not like proud of all that you've accomplished. And 
it was eye-opening to me because I didn't realize how much I had actually done. And so my encouragement to you guys is that you are gonna come up against so many obstacles and having a good support system is so imperative. And I know for me, a big part of that has been my husband and his support. It has been unwavering every time. I'm very entrepreneurial and I'm very multi-passionate. So even outside of my coaching, I have ideas constantly, business ideas, community, like outreach ideas. I mean, I have ideas for our family, like so many ideas. I'm so passionate about so much stuff. And it's so funny because my husband, he has never grown tired of hearing me talk. He has never told me, Emily, that's ridiculous. Every time I have an idea, he lets me get it all out. And he is just there to maybe offer some advice or some encouragement, but he's never been one to poo-poo on an idea. My point is a support system is very important. So in Ecclesiastes, we know in chapter four, verse nine, it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. When you surround yourself with people who encourage you and support you, you will are more likely to succeed in pursuing your dreams. Your support system can be, like I said, your spouse, your family members, your church members, a mentor, or I'm going to say it, a coach. Um, That is my whole point. Um, My purpose is to help you rediscover your purpose and what you're wanting to pursue in this season. So coaches, I mean, hands down, get a coach. Um, If it's me, reach out to me. I'd love to help you. But a Christian coach specifically, if you're listening to this podcast, you know that we are faith-based. So I have found, I've been a part of group coaching that has been, I guess, not not faith-based, but just more secular. And their approach is so night and day to the approach that I have with my clients because we know the root of life and we know the root of purpose. And so when that's missing as a Christian, you're going to kind of go wayward if you find a coach that is secular or even a support group that is more secular. So I would say try to find a community community that aligns with your values. Um, and if you need like a just a community base to start even connecting with other people, I have a free Facebook group. I talk about it every episode, but um, there's a link in the show notes to get into there. It's just a free community group of uh, Christian women. So check that out. But in, in and of itself, like find someone that might be a little bit further along on the road. Like maybe if you're trying to pursue like a, a Bible study group or something, reach out to a Sunday school teacher who's been doing it for so long, you know, and get tips and things like that. That always helps you also have such a much more succinct goal in mind when you have someone who has been through it. Getting a mentor or support group, connecting with other people that are trying to pursue the same thing. Like maybe it's you want to homeschool your kids. Maybe you're super passionate about that. Well, I know for me, like I know nothing like before starting my kids start, you know, getting ready to start school. Like there's so many options out there. Start getting into a homeschool book group and asking questions like just little things like that. It helps you know that you are pursuing something that other people have pursued too. And so it makes makes it a lot more motivating and exciting. Okay, next way to really find clarity on your dreams is to prioritize self-care and rest. Finally, this is number five, and I actually have one more, so that you're gonna get a bonus tip too, but this is one, prioritize self-care and rest. So you gotta make sure that you are resting, that you're building in that time to balance the things that are important to you. As a mom, it's easy to neglect your own needs in favor of taking care of everybody else, neglecting your physical, your emotional, and your spiritual well-being, but that can lead to burnout. So we have to make sure that we are pursuing our dreams in a way that is number one, putting God first. You know, Jesus himself modeled the importance of rest and self-care. In Mark uh, chapter six, verse 31, Jesus said to his disciples, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. He recognized that the importance of taking time to rest is recharging, it's it's nourishing to the soul. So as a mom, you have to prioritize self-care, taking the time to exercise, eat good, get enough sleep, have downtime, 
time. And part of this is really, we make a schedule for every, you know, we have to keep up with so much as a mom and you may not be a person that uses a planner, but I know if you're the person that can keep it in your head, I mean, you're keeping a running calendar, right? All the time. One thing that we neglect to do is putting in our calendar downtime. I know like as believers, we have the Sabbath day, but do y'all really practice a true Sabbath, right? So these are just questions to ask. And these are things that you need to make sure that you are prioritizing because if you don't have that, you're going to get so burnt out, even as energizing as it is to have something new to look forward to, something that's really exciting you and igniting that passion inside of you, you are going to get burnt out trying to pursue it if you're not having a balance. I always like to help my clients really figure out the right roadmap, so to speak, for them to go and pursuing their dreams and keeping the task bite-sized enough to keep that needle moving, keep you motivated, but also towing the line of not making you get so overwhelmed that you start start self-sabotaging because self-sabotage is a nasty little animal. It's a nasty little virus that keeps you from getting the life that you want, basically, um, in the pursuit of just being clocked out because you're so tired. <laughs> so make sure that you are, you're doing the things that you can to safeguard, safeguard yourself, safeguard the things that matter to you a lot, as, you know, as being a mom and all of that. Finding clarity on your dreams as a mom is challenging, but with the right mindset and the right support system, you can definitely do it. And there's nothing holding you back. The worst thing I hear mom say so many times is, well, I'll wait till the kids are older or, you know, if God wants me to do it, he'll make me know that he wants me to do it right now. God is waiting for you to take a step in faith. So even sometimes when it seems like how would this work, but you have this gut feeling like you need more or you need to pursue this or you need to try this, there's a reason for that. Like God gives us those intuitions for a reason. So the number six, like the bonus tip I want to give to you guys right now to find clarity on your dreams is to not worry about perfectionism. Do not worry about having to get it right. Failing is okay because you're just trying things. You're growing, you're learning. You can never learn if you don't know where you've been or where you're going to, like where you came from. So learning is part of it. And having this idea that things will just be perfect. And as soon as you hit a roadblock, you're just like, oh, well, this must not be what I'm supposed to do. Sometimes those roadblocks is God saying, how bad do you want this? How much are you going to work for this? You know, rely on me. If this has become a roadblock for you, well, now is the time to make sure that you are in alignment with me. Have you gone in this direction and you need to bring it back to this direction? You know, those a lot of times are contention points of praying and meditating on God's word and really getting even more clarity on the situation. So by seeking God's will, identifying your passions and strengths, setting realistic goals, creating a support system and prioritizing your rest and letting go of perfectionism, you can definitely pursue your dreams while being the best mom that you can be. And in Philippians 4 verse 13, it says, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. We know this first, but I want you to really put that into practice because I have had to pivot. I've had to let go of my timeline. I've had to allow God to press upon my heart. What is the most, you know, what's the most important thing right now to focus on and that's what I've had to adjust to. As a mom, I have to be in tune with what my family needs. And that fills me up being able to serve my family the right way. And even when I've had moments of feeling down on myself or disappointed in my own progress, I have to recognize that there's there's so many puzzles to the piece of life. And God has you in the season that you're in right now for a purpose. And if you're feeling like the, there's a void, you're feeling like you there's something you want to pursue, there is a purpose in that. And so pray over that. Get be still, meditate on God's word and write your prayers down, journal, really come into it and then start putting those feelers out there, you know, start connecting with a community that is doing what you're looking at, looking to do or connecting with a mentor or a coach, really just start putting steps into action because that is where 
you're going to see God come alongside. And when you thought that it was too much, thought that it was impossible, thought that it couldn't take place, you will be amazed at what God will show you, what he will reveal to you, and what is totally possible through him who strengthens that. So again, if you need a community, be sure to get into my free Facebook group called The Bold Insiders. The link is in the show notes. You can find it by going to boldpearls.com forward slash insiders. Also, if you're needing some encouragement, be sure to message me over on Instagram at The Bold Life Academy. I have a a new faith-based affirmations journal that I'll send to you. It's totally free and you can um, just send me a message on Instagram. Just say, uh, let's see, just say affirmations. Just message me affirmations at the Bold Life Academy and I will send that faith-based affirmations journal over to you. So I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day. And remember, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. I will talk to you later. Bye for now.